Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Hello. Uh, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl here. Um, thanks for tuning in to this episode. It's an absolute riot. Um, no messing around. We laughed so much at times at this. I hope it's fun to listen to. I hope you sort of can just kick back and enjoy listening to three mates having a right old laugh. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just you'll you'll hear. There's some there's some there's some fine Julian Dean uh, interruptions in this, and me and Adam just uh, crying. So, uh, admin wise, thanks for tuning in first. Obviously, give yourselves a, a round of applause. Um, if you want to give us a review, iTunes and all that funny business. Um, if you really enjoy it, give us five stars. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, if you want to come and see us live, we're at the end of the episode, we normally say what we're up to in the next week. And um, obviously we put our dates out on Instagram and all that. And yeah, so we were joined by Adam Rowe, who's a very funny stand-up. He's also really prolific uh, online. You know, he's somebody who's always put stuff out there, new material. And yeah, he's great. And um, we, yeah, you, as you'll hear, we have a proper laugh. I'm admin for myself. Um, Edinburgh Fringe is but a month away, so if you're coming up there, do come to the show. It's called "Shall We All Just Kill Ourselves," which is uh, it's not as bleak as the title suggests. You'll understand when you see it. Uh, tickets are on sale on the Ed Fringe website to reserve a seat, uh, but it's one of them ones where you can reserve a seat or risk it on the night and see if you can get in. And that is about that. Uh, oh, actually, Ronan Quinn, long time listener. Uh, he, as you know, the intro, the little two vegan idiots, is Ronan's daughter. Um, he sent me a funny voice message of his daughter saying my Edinburgh show title. So this week's episode, rather than normal intro, will have my Edinburgh show title. So kick back and enjoy this uh, real hoot. Cheers, guys. Shall we all just kill ourselves? Start talking about the world, guys. Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Good evening. Carl What's Donnelly the time? here. Julian Dean here. Adam Rowe here. Thanks um, for us. Welcome to the podcast, Adam. Thanks um, for coming, man. It's true. Yeah, it's, we were just—I was telling you before Julian got here, slightly late. Let's not yeah. mention that. Two minutes. Um, but hey, Trifle. how you're one of the first guests in a long time. We've actually pre-booked. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I mean is, normally it's like. I get I text Julian and go like, "Oh, should we record one tomorrow or the day after when you've got a window?" And then we just panic and message a few people. We, it's always people we've just gigged with that weekend, yeah. And we're like, "Is anyone free?" And then we sort of get a guest. This time we actually put one in a diary. Put it in the calendar, mate. Yeah. Put it in the iCal. It would be odd for me to be able to do it otherwise. I know it? you do just live in the northwest in, in of the, the UK, in, in the old Liverpool, um, lovely city. Yeah, wow. best in the world. Officially, second, but who, yeah. according to me, yeah, that's what I, was like. <laughs> I was about to say, is this an official poll? <laughs> and not just an official poll, an official poll that includes the whole world. <laughs> Do you know? Because um, I grew up in Tooton in South London, right? Yeah. Used to be rough, bit shit. Um, got then both, you left, but yeah, <laughs> then it really got sort of you know, came into itself. Bit. You know what I mean? Uh, but I it got voted in an online poll last year, trendiest place to live in Europe. 
Um, Who takes these? Have you ever well, taken a poll? I think everyone that took the poll uh, are people that have moved to Tooting in the last 10 years. <laughs> and they've sort of... <laughs> Haven't you know, been stabbed yet. Yeah. Well, no, it's just, it's just been, become very gentrified. And now it's sort of trendy. The market's one of them sort of like... Have you been to Brixton Market before? No. So Brixton Market used to be a good old-fashioned... British market shit just like fruit veg <laughs> stunk of fish shit cloves stunk of fish it was a proper market non leather handbags but being passed off as actual yeah, leather proper exactly. snidey gear innit like <laughs> all the fucking shitty tracksuits oh mini yeah 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 we have St John's Market in Liverpool so that's in, there's a shopping centre and yeah. within the shopping centre they have a market that's like, like the, a set, they used to have one in, Lew- in Lewisham like that, yeah. And the Arndale in Manchester is a good example of that. There's a look. fish stall, though, <laughs> right at the front. <laughs> so you walk in and you just get hit with, like, shrimp and... It's yeah, gross. It, it, yeah, it's, it stinks. That's people. one of the weird things about, like, being vegan. Like, people always ask you, what do you miss? And some people say, like, I couldn't give up fish. It's like, fish are one of the easiest ones I gave up because it fucking stinks. It stinks <laughs> and... It literally stinks until it's inside you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what, what's, what's the... Fishier, Is it pescatarian? Is that someone who just eats fish? Yeah. Well, I, like, I feel like that's the weirdest one for def- me. Absolutely. Well, they, like, eat, they eat everything except for dairy, m- m- meat and... They do eat fish. They are, yeah, so it's basically a vegetarian who eats fish. Yeah. So, I mean, they've, in terms of like, I don't understand if it's got to be a health thing. There can't be an ethical decision to go. <laughs> but I think Chris Martin used to have a routine about this, about how that, if, if that is an ethical decision, you've literally gone, gone through the animals fish. and gone, fuck them ones. <laughs> so fuck it's one of the weirdest. Bug eyed yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you give them all up or fuck I wonder if they'd, they'd eat like, if, you know, like if they're in a country where like insects are like a. A delicacy. Maybe they like they relegate them as well and be like, I, I have Definitely. fish and insects and yeah. bugs and <laughs> fish and insects. <laughs> that sounds like a, a hipster fucking cafe, isn't it? <laughs> Insect porridge. Welcome to fish and insects on your way to Frederick. <laughs> you look like you could DJ a fish and insects right now. <laughs> If anyone is uh, if anyone's listening, they definitely wants have to a deck in there as well. How I'm dressed. Uh, go on our Facebook live. Uh, two vegan idiots, and um, basically, I'm wearing, I'm dressed a bit like um, a somebody monk. who would run a very uh, unscrupulous ashram. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just for women. Look, it's only two grand for the weekend, guys. But honestly, you cover all your meals. So we uh, free, it's only free meditations a day. Yeah, it's only women between uh, look, eighteen and thirty. You look like a DJ, I and I, I mean that like like as a compliment. I do look quite. Um, have you noticed shops have started to have DJs, mate? Honestly, I was talking There's about a this fish last and chip week shop in Edinburgh with a DJ, isn't it? Who was I chatting to about this? I walked, like, we walked into. Oh, so in where? In Edinburgh. Edinburgh. <laughs> you must. <laughs> DJ. No, it's, like, it's like that kebab. Is it a kebab shop along from the stand? Um, it's got a DJ in oh, there. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. It's on the corner. <laughs> With like decks and shit. Imagine. But this is what. Just have a bag of chips, please, mate, and a couple of pills. <laughs> <laughs> and can you play Daru? <laughs> can you rewind Selector on that next track? <laughs> um, but that is the. Like, the, we walked into. I don't know who it was, um, uh, but we walked into Top Man, or Top Shop yeah, on yeah. Oxford Street, the big one. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. flagship store. And, uh, and yeah, there's like a girl on the front, just right next to the. You've got the security guards, and behind she them, she's just fucking DJing. And there's something 
I think there's something. Is she employed? No, she just rocked up. Got the Dexter. She's a busker who doesn't know the boundaries between outside and inside. I feel bad asking a pub to plug me phone in. She's turning up at a shop with DJ Dexter. Me like, you've got a plug for my Technic 1210. She doesn't want to be there, does she? That wasn't the dream. That's it. On the hierarchy of like sort of. It's like the doorman on Burger King. Yeah. All those years bare knuckle boxing. Is <laughs> <laughs> that some McDonald's at two AM? But yeah, that, that, it, chips it's that thing. She's got to. There's got to be a part it's of not her. A that, bad gig though. Is it's it, really? it's, I mean, it's a, a gig's a gig, as I'd say. But like, there's got to be a part of you when your DJ friends say, "Oh, they what you got on this weekend?" <laughs> You're like, "I'm DJing the fucking doorway of Top Shop." <laughs> just Top Shop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kebab shop. Yeah, I mean, oh, do, you know, do you know that kebab just shop? On the flip just flop away <laughs> in Top Man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh my god! <laughs> but it is that thing. It's like you know, it feels like it must feel like what it is when you're new to stand up and you have to do some of them fucking gigs, man. You know, when like the mic's plugged in behind the bar and you're just <laughs> standing next to a bar while people fucking stare at you. You know, I'm the, still doing them. previews. Have to go to my agent. <laughs> I once did one. It was a Murph control, and it was—I can't remember where it was. It was on a coastal town. That's all I remember, man. Because I remember just having to have a good look at the sea afterwards. To, you like, no other information. Yeah, no, it could be coastal, like yes. the Isle of Skye or yeah, Brighton. Like, yeah. and you've got no idea. It's about a three thousand mile coast. I said, guess I don't know what the coast of the of probably about Scotland and England and Wales 3, is. I reckon it could be a good guess. It's on the Facebook Live. Someone Google it and comment it. It's about 1,462 yeah, yeah. or something. Oh, around I'd there. love it if I was near. Do you know what? I might have to just Google that quickly. Well, there's 12,000 to go round the other side of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what is the... What, what would I say? Circumference of uh, the UK? England, yeah. Uh, England, Scotland and Wales, I'm thinking. All coastlands uh, on this island. I'm guessing... Uh, go on. What's your guess? Let's see. I mean, this Well, England's not... about 450 miles long, isn't it? Uh, I think it's slightly <laughs> no, longer. It took ages to No, I, I mean, so from John O'Groats to Land's, Land's End. End. Have I done that the wrong way round? Yeah, Land's End. Which way is John O'Groats? Fucking, we're having a nightmare. Depends which way round you want to go. I'm wondering what you're going to do once you get that figure. <laughs> what formula are you applying to that? <laughs> this cannot be right. It says, the mapping authority for the United Kingdom, the Ordnance Survey, records the coastline of the main island Great Britain as 11,000 miles. Yeah, they're wrong. Yeah, they are. yeah, you're right, Julian. I so think. that goes all the way around the world, then? No, that goes all the way around from, you know, literally no, but if you, every... If you stretched it out, it would go around yeah, the world. Yeah, that's what I mean. That feels... We should just stretch it out. Weird, my... that, but, like, I remember there's an old, like, contract, right? You know, a standard pint glass? Yes. Like, they would have in, like, a sitcom that they can't have a branded one in. Right? Yeah, yeah. So the circumference of... The, the top of that glass. It's the same as the height. It's it's more than double the height. Really? Well, it's like your it's so, like your arm to arm is as your height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just you, no one else. Every, but not every, that's got to be. <laughs> it's a, got long arms. That's probably on average. There are some people who've definitely got. No, it's exactly. The, it's, it can't be. I've seen like people with such long arms. Your foot. I saw a picture of Tommy Fury. I, I feel like that's something that one person said in year nine once Absolutely. and no one's checked. You know, your eyeballs are your ball bags. <laughs> the shot you're about. <laughs> <laughs> so Julian's currently doing his medicine degree <laughs> we should just in the out. last year of my PhD um, <laughs> my dissertation is on bullshit <laughs> <laughs> oh 
God. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think I think that arm thing is a sort of an average. I, I think it's about your height. It's not exact. That's not I how the body know, works. Maths is uh... no, no, but I mean, yeah, maths is one thing. Your arms aren't maths. <laughs> like, there's going to be people that have a bigger like wingspan. True, there are some high. people with long arms. I've seen some people with well long arms. Look at. Right? Um, I'm going to go Tyson ahead and say that this cousin. is the only podcast episode in the history of any podcast where anyone has ever said your arms aren't maths. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to two vegan idiots. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, your arms aren't maths, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word um, anyway <coughs> what's been going on where have you been this week gigging Julian um, Yeovil Thursday Ooh, Long um, Ting. is that Devon or Cornwall it's down that way yeah okay cheers <laughs> <Jeez>, mate <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it's as far as Devon it's past Stonehenge though you know what I mean it is it's sort of um, not far from Glastonbury then. yeah it's very nice um, and where were you this weekend week um, nice. Friday I was in Roncorn and oh, the Wirral. Is that your that, that lovely one, one I yeah, did? the one that you did for me, yeah. That's a lovely gig. It's good, isn't it? And then Saturday I did a gig in Leeds for nice. Alan Anderson, and it was dead good. It's oh, really? Little, it's almost like a little He's art getting some gig. weird gigs around the place. I mean, let's not get too into the, you know, Alan Anderson, for anyone who doesn't know, is a Scottish-based comedian promoter. But he yeah. runs gigs in just weird places that aren't in Scotland. I'm always fascinated by promoters who do that. <laughs> I understand when the big sort of clubs yeah. have gigs in other places. When somebody just like lives in... You know, Aberdeen and they're yeah, like yeah. need someone in Maids <laughs> need someone in Margate to open tonight yeah it's just a face to face and fascinated by it um, Runcorn I used to have a routine that ended in Runcorn not the end of it it wasn't the last time I ever did that so I thought no actually they're right I did it walking along <laughs> yeah. I used to do that routine jogging yeah. <laughs> uh, but no it was about it ended, it was ended up in a, a, a tra- the story ended in Runcorn but um uh, where was I? Where was I? I, mean, I just got back from Dublin. Um, I actually got back from a week in Ireland. Oh, I saw your Instagram. Wicked man. I was there for Pride. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't just there for Pride. I was gigging. It just happened to be Pride weekend. Uh, was it was really nice? good fun, actually. Although I did have an issue with the sort of... The slide. gay blokes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like rainbows, mate. They, mate. they were everywhere. They've really taken over, mate. It used to be about good old-fashioned <laughs> man and a woman doing the missionary Where's position. heterosexual pride? Not even just missionary. No, but it's, my issue is with the sort of corporate... With our saviour, Lord Jesus Christ, and the gays. There was some God-botherers there. Was there? a bit of a... So, uh, you know Lil Nas... The guy from yes. Old Town Road, he's come out today as gay. Has he? Yeah. Like, uh, probably mainstream rapper. Huge yeah. success has come out as... That's a good thing. Homosexual. Yeah. That is... I mean, it's that thing of... It's like football, Obviously, isn't it? It's always surprising when you think there's no out Premier when League rappers footballer. Come out as footballer. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he come out as a footballer. That's what I say, guys. I talk to my family. I've had to explain I'm currently a marauding right back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's my favourite description of a, a wing back, marauding. a marauding wing back. That's you don't really get. Like, you don't really get that description anymore. When they first started having that wing back system, not to get too technical into I don't football. Even follow football. So basically, um, it used to be four four two was your classic uh, formation, and your your, your full backs weren't too they'd never they wouldn't go too far past the halfway line really would yeah. they they're sort of in the old days of sort of missionary football isn't it? <laughs> like could keep it <laughs> solid when men were men and <laughs> full backs were falling back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just days, you know, it's when things were fucking what we knew um no <laughs> 
but well, now they sort of, as the modern game and athleticism has risen, your modern fullback, you know, you'd argue they're almost half, you know, more What's of a, a winger. fullback, like a defence guy? So, yeah, you've got your back line of defence. They're the ones that are sort of... Your left p- and right. Left and right. And, uh, and now they sort of... But there was a period of time about 15 years ago when they just suddenly started getting well quick and rapid and going forwards, maybe 20 years ago. Evolution. And they always be, be described as a marauding wing-back or right-back or left-back. I think back. the reason that happened is because... Like no one grew up wanting to be a fullback, so yes. wingers. People were trying, like players were trying to be wingers, but yeah, then they weren't yeah. quite good enough yeah. attacking to be a winger. And they were like, "We'll just play you right back." But then they were like, "But I'm an attacking player." Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. where that came from. Isn't that like goalkeepers? Do they? Do people want to be a goalkeeper? Well, um, yeah, normally because I do. But <laughs> most goalkeepers are nutters, man. Yeah, like people proper. who want to be a goalkeeper are known to be quite crazy. Yeah, are they? Yeah, and people who just get forced to go in goal are normally. The fattest player in the team. <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? Unless you play Monkey Rush, which was a childhood style of football where anyone could go and go at any point. That was kind of We used to call it Monkey Rush. We called London. that goalie Wednes, which was short for goalie when necessary. Oh, I like that. Wednes. Yeah. Nice. But it was Wednes. I don't know why, but it meant when necessary. Yeah. But it was Wednes as in Wednesday. <laughs> well. Cultural differences, <laughs> um, but anyway, we we're talking about Pride and an openly gay rapper. Good move forward. I was just going to say, like Pride parades, like they're always fun. They're lovely. It's a nice atmosphere. There was a few little god brothers there giving out their flyers about Jesus, but they sort of actually weren't too. They weren't, you know, evangelising. They just sort of stood there and realised they'd lost that battle. They you weren't know like I mean? the Westboro Baptist. <laughs> no, not at all. They were sort of. You could see they realised that you know we're not us telling somebody that you know. What were they actually saying? It's uh, wrong to be gay. Well, did you know what they they were giving so out a leaf right. just saying like, they're not Jesus. saying it. They're saying Jesus thinks. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not my, me. It's my just... mate said this about you. <laughs> Don't mate. shoot the messenger. <laughs> all right. Get, do what you want. I'm just saying. He said you should burn in hell. Just know that. <laughs> not, I don't agree with it. I'm just passing on the message. Hey, I'm the middle man. Calm down. I'm just giving out some pamphlets. I could fully get on board with that level of religion. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, just priests is... just going. Look, I'm not saying this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's in the book. Yeah, yeah. definitely going to burn in hell. Yeah, yeah, they just taught it to me at seminary, mate. I'm just fucking. I just needed a job. I've often thought about that. I've never told you being about a priest. This. Well, I thought I, I, I don't. Do you know, like, have you ever had that sort of long conversation with yourself about what if? It looks like a great. I job. wake up tomorrow and I'm not into comedy anymore. I don't. I don't feel it, and I realise I've got zero transferable skills to an actual workplace. What could I do? One of them for me is always just, just be a priest. <laughs> Go to, I mean, I was raised Catholic, so I'd have to switch to Church of England because they're the ones where you can sort of be married, have a normal life. Get some pom-pom. But, and just pretend, yeah. Just gotta, be all gay. I've, all I've got to do is pretend I'm Don't be a priest. All. They're the ones you don't have to be a priest in, isn't it? Basically, yeah. It's fucking like, you know, it's diet priests. As a vegan man, would you have a problem giving people the body of Christ? <laughs> I mean, I'd just get a vegan version. <laughs> just get a a I think it already is, to be honest with you. <laughs> Bit of corn. <laughs> Sort of fucking dried apricot. <laughs> um, Why is this church empty? Vegan church <laughs> needs cool. to open. You know. Have you ever eaten it? Have you ever eaten the, yeah, the yeah. host? It's um, I used to quite like it. It's just a little wafer, isn't it? I've never had it. What's it made of? It's a wafer. <laughs> so it's not. It's like really thin cardboard. Oh, so yeah, it's it is not, a bit. So it's not meat. No, not at oh, all. So oh, it's, it's probably vegan anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's meant to be the body of Christ. Oh. Jesus's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, or his yeah. toe, they're the same size. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another body fat from Julian. There we go. Be peppering them in the whole episode. <laughs> Your pens uh, out, but yeah. Do you not think being a priest, like being a priest, even if you don't fully believe in it, if you just think, do you know what? As I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of them don't. How good would it be? How, if you came from like 15 years of stand up to being a priest, you would fucking start smash. doing new stuff on is, a though, Sunday. That's the yeah, thing. Mate. The best thing as a comedian is doing a new joke and it working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be doing uh, yeah. new stuff as a priest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, I've just rewritten this uh, prayer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Won't be doing that again. <laughs> we just cross that one off. <laughs> that was funny in the kitchen. <laughs> that was just the leeches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> just like this is on. Um, <laughs> this thing on. Um, anyway, I think it'd be I'd a love nice to be line. a priest. That seems like a great I job. I think it'd be nice. You've got to do fuck all. I mean, you don't. You just got to be the, the sort of parish. Area sort of you got, guide yeah, for your flock, for but it's um. I do have ever like you know like they obviously they're all human, aren't they? Yeah, Some I, of them. I, I, I most of them, I think. <laughs> do you reckon they ever get like pissed off in the confession move? Just like oh, Absolutely. checking yeah. their Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> writing their new stuff, Instagram live. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Bored. <laughs> Roll my eyes. <laughs> Fuck my life. Um, I, yeah, I do think it would. I actually, I think there's got to be a part of you that sometimes, you know, because when you get people coming into a confession, I imagine there are some that are like, you know, my life is so hard, sort of me and I don't love my wife anymore. And I'm, you know, my kids are dickheads and I'm just trying to get through day to day. Did whatever. he record? Might want to play <laughs> supposed to say anything <laughs> fucking grasses snitches get stitches oh, oh come on <laughs> oh this one's going to be a hard listen man I tried to get through a single sentence about one of Julian's horrendous input um, but I'm saying that was funny but yeah that thing of <laughs> um, I don't even know what I was saying now that's done me in having to listen to people's confessions well yeah oh sorry so yeah, them ones when you hear somebody have a proper serious life issue must be you know you want to help this is what you're there for isn't it to give them guidance but there must be some people who are fucking just got nothing better to do go in every day for confession I went to get a pack of watts today they went out to date last week yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that thing that'd be <laughs> the hard one for ages <laughs> weird I haven't fancied them for ages yeah, yeah, fancied yeah. them out of days yeah just that thing of boring like things where they just think they just, they're just going there for a chat one team let me down for four grand <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it must be. I think there must be times when they're sitting in that confession booth going, oh, fuck off. Just fuck off. I'll give you three fuck-offs and one pull yourself together. Um, anyway, so that's what... I'd like to sneak into one and just listen. What, into a confession yeah, booth? Yeah, you probably could. Well, no, there's only two next to each other, isn't it? But I don't it's, see... There's you. not like a third one. You can just sit by oh, right. the viewing gallery. I just put... Like, record it. Just stick your iPhone in. Yeah. I mean, that's ethically sound, isn't it? <laughs> I just start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Found my thing. Um, was so that like a siren just now? Was that just in my head? Um, it could have been. Oh, right. the, back, the doors are open because it's okay. such a lovely sunny day. The um, are coming. 5-0, mate. Um, so, yeah, I was in Dublin. Talk pri- oh, Pride, that's what I was going to say. Other than the religious types who were out sort of in force, the, the corporate sort of takeover of it was... There was, people, there, was, there was people with Pride 
Microsoft signs. It just had the Microsoft sign, but it had a bit of a rainbow on it. And it was like... They isn't, just, that, isn't it always... Are you sure that wasn't just the Microsoft sign? Because well, you know, sorry, yeah, I feel it's like always that had was always colours. a window with four <laughs> different colours in it. I mean, there was that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you but, sure you weren't just outside PC World? <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was Pride, anyway. There's a lot of geeks around. Yeah, it's just Black Friday, dude. These guys have gone really That's geeky. what it was. I wondered why it was so aggressive, actually. Uh, no, but they did. There was just, in the actual Pride Parade, there's people all alongside. Everyone's in their colours and the rainbows. But there was just these four people that had just these Microsoft signs in the crowd. And I was just like, what, what is, what's that got to do with this? Do you know what I mean? I've got an issue where that sort of shit happens. They're trying to uh, advertise on the back of it. Yeah, like when every bank suddenly got sort of pride flags in the window. And you're like, you don't give a fuck about fucking progressiveness at all, innit? They're just Weird from the bank's to... point of view. Like, what, what? Because they're, they're just trying to show... It's good to have allies, I suppose. But yeah, but do you think it's surely, and not to get too fucking like fight the system but um but let's burn all the banks down well, tonight. i mean i would be on board with that um For them, get some money but um, that whole thing about where their money is and comes from and fund all like you know these banks that would sort of have loads of would money in them homeless, from like the yeah. qatari royal family where it's illegal to be gay you know surely yeah, yeah. at that performative style of like oh we support equality we no, you don't know you physically Sultan don't yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. what i mean i've got an issue with that that's when i think you should go in and say Fuck off! And they're like, I'm just working, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They just be put the money in the bag, <laughs> motherfucker. Not, not, not even a proper worker. I'm that bloke who points at which machine you got to put your money in. He's there, and I'm like, fucking, this is disgusting. <laughs> you support the Middle East and oil shakes. Some kid, I'm work experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, only, I'm only here to DJ, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can plug these techniques in. <laughs> Just unplug that machine. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I just I find I don't know. I'm finding myself increasingly more cynical about any company trying to sort of that because it's the thing that that's that's virtue signaling, isn't it? It's that that phrase virtue yeah, signaling yeah, is so yeah. misused. Definitely. You know, anyone does anything good or says anything virtue nice, virtue giving that homeless dick, guy a tenner. Yeah, yeah. Dickheads go, oh, you know, or so somebody retweets something about climate change, and yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, you're just virtue signaling. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just. It's a thing I think is quite interesting and yeah. important. But yeah, the actual virtue signaling is normally done, I think, by the other side. I think it's done on by the, the big money, level. the corporate level yeah. of sort of there. That's proper virtue signaling. And then, on that note, I will leave this soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording from Hyde Park and Speaker's Corner. Currently reading the uh, Unabomber's Manifesto. <laughs> it's a true story. Uh, have you ever said, do you know about the I've Unabomber? Heard, I've, heard I've, I've seen the Netflix documentary. What did you think of it? Oh, the documentary. It. Did you, have you seen the drama they made of it? Yeah, that's that. that, yeah, yeah, that, that, one, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched that. Manhunt. Yeah, Unabomber. So that's yeah, what yeah. made me. I watched that. What's it about? So the Unabomber was um, this cra- sort of. I want to say the word crazy, but I don't. You know, he was actually somebody who was just a bit. You know, he was a bit of a loner. He was super smart. Went to Harvard, um, and he was a maths genius. Uh, so, you know, he would have. It's know, quite so clever. Carl's yeah. trying to say he isn't crazy. What we will say is he did blow a lot of people up. I mean, oh. <laughs> was there a good he, reason? He, he had his. Who's perfect, mate? Eh? No, what I'm saying, yeah, he, his actions were abhorrent, but um, he also. Carl's pissed off at Barclays and put a rainbow in the window with a mass murder, and he's like, I'm not going to say he's crazy. I think I'm I very think... clever. Very clever. I mean, it, 
what I'm trying to say, guys, is it's more about intentions. His intentions. Who did he bomb? He bombed. Uh, well, he bombed people that he thought were the representatives of the modern uh, faults in society. So he's uh, helping it, then, isn't he? Yeah, but no, he wrote this. Uh, Everyone was like him. Be the change, mate. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, no. uh, but no, because he, he was a, basically he lived in a cabin in the woods. He said that humanity has lost its uh, connection. Has he got a spare room? <laughs> Real life, <laughs> um, and he so his his argument was all these big corporations and companies and you know the internet the computer technology has dragged us away from our real sort of just like just being connected to the world around us and that's what's causing all the modern problems. Obviously, blowing people up. Is Where do you say this on Twitter? No, he wrote a manifesto, which yeah, is um, and I'm reading it at the minute. I just wanted to read it after watching that drama. What's it I'm not like? being radicalised, even though I did just say that thing about the banks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I reckon I'm about two weeks away from being somebody who starts banging on about freedom of speech online. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck who knows? Cultural Marxism. But he but, um, was he was found. Uh, through handwriting analysis yeah it's amazing so that's it, the, the guy who eventually found him was like look I've invented this new way of identifying people it's, it's as reliable as fingerprints analyse the handwriting and we'll find out who he is and where he is and basically all like the people in the FBI or whatever company were yeah. like fuck off mate no that doesn't exist and in the end they had to go actually can we have a little look yeah, away yeah. what you've can been you working on what's the phrase for it he uses a phrase for it it's linguistic forensics yeah yeah it's been around for a while though isn't but it but this, this, this was sort of when it was this was the 90s wasn't it yeah this was this, it's when they, they like took, tell your personality and stuff that's from handwriting though oh. uh, this was from actual ling- like the language oh. used linguistic oh yeah Sorry, forensics. I've got that wrong. It wasn't the were analysing his handwriting. It was the, like the words and phrases. They just think I'm an idiot. Yeah. Read <laughs> this guy can't spell. This one, everyone who can't spell. Right, guys, we've read, we've read all the bomber's letters, and we think he's a four-year-old. <laughs> we think he's a forty-year-old fucking idiot. <laughs> It sounds like he might have a podcast yeah. with a friend. Right, guys, it's probably his it's... second language. Because <laughs> <laughs> a, a six-year-old from overseas with dyslexia, guys. Who's just really learning it some English. <laughs> <laughs> some seven-year-old sitting girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get in the van. Um... But yeah, it's a really. It's, I really like the drama, even though I don't. I, I sort of that main guy. What's his name? Sam Worthington. I'm not a massive lover of his sort of acting, but I just thought it's a good. It's a really interesting story. It's worth watching. It's on Netflix with Manhunt. I might just do that tonight, mate. And then yeah, off the back of that, I've started reading this. Um, it's over there on the table, the manifesto of the universe, or the Bible, as you call it, <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Manifesto. <laughs> It's the one next to the prayer bead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The prayer bead's wrapped around it. It's that, it's that one next to my knife collection. Over there. It's the one with the candles around it. And the and prayer a bank map. statement. Bank statement. Um, and a map of all the banks. Where to buy some Semtex. Um, anyway, that was uh, just yeah. I was saying that was my. I just I found the. Yeah, I found myself walking around Pride thinking like this is such a lovely event I do think there's elements here that have hijacked, tried to hijack it for their own sort of corporate gain that was what I wanted to say before we got into the fact that I'm there's now definitely, reading some questionable material there's definitely a bit it happens with everything isn't it? it happens with veganism veganism's currently under pro- a massive corporate takeover yeah, I yeah. think it's still probably good though isn't it well I do th- yes because Microsoft's saying we accept 
gaze. Yeah. So that's not bad. Is no, it? no, that that isn't. But I actually think Microsoft as a company probably aren't elsewhere funding yeah, places yeah, yeah. that aren't. Are, are that's the point of it. Like they can all come out and go, yeah, we, we love gay people if they're actually funding the yeah, murder of them yeah, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. same time. That's, what, that's when I think you need to sort of go, nah, I'm not having that. It's like the yeah, vegan yeah. thing, you know. I mean, I, I'm all for places having more vegan options but I still it doesn't sit that great with me when like everyone's celebrating Greg's having a vegan sausage roll when everything else everything else is a dead animal isn't it right so I'm not you know I'm just saying they can have their place you know what I mean I think we should you know I get that vegan sausage roll and Greg's I think it's a good thing for meat eaters to try there should be vegan apartheid when it comes to restaurants yeah when the war comes right I want to know where I'm fucking having me lunch exactly Uh, McDonald's are bringing out something vegan, aren't they? I think they've, well, they've already got one, but I think they've got my coffee one. from. <laughs> it's good work, mate. I've also I've never had a McDonald's coffee. It's not, not great. So it's, it does. Yeah. The I mean, job. I know. I, I like strong coffee. Well, this is the thing. I, this is an interesting thing to talk about because I, I saw a funny tweet you did uh, about um, coffee snobbery. Because I am, I am like I'm not even a coffee snob. He spends I'm, about four hours. I've ascended to like sort with of a candle, almost cookie. like a new level of wankery when it comes to coffee i don't i can only drink filter coffee can't drink anything with milk or, or not even for dairy like non-dairy milk i can't have anything that sort of i don't even like a sort of an espresso based coffee like i don't like a long black or an americano i only like slow filtered coffee black like american diner style well coffee. That, weirdly that is sort of the bottom level that like, i can just about handle what i what i tend to go for is a v60 slow pour oh one of them <laughs> So, do they write your name on the cup? <laughs> no, no, mate. Fucking, it takes so long to make, they fucking know your, oh, your real name and address by the time they finish making it. I have got, I've got, so I've got the kit up there, so I make my own in the morning. It's like a little morning tradition where I yeah. get up, put like hippie music on, on classical music, and I'd spend like fucking 20 minutes making a coffee that's that big. But it's so, Knock it back and think, all right, what now? What should no, I do with the so second smooth. half of the day? It's so smooth and it's just coffee. It there's is no, nice. There's a nothing, good coffee I, is, The thing is, I yeah. love coffee. I love the taste of it. I do, yeah. So I don't like things like putting stuff in it that takes away from the coffee. I taste. need it for the kick though. So if I haven't got anything, I'll just have instant. I don't right just for the kick, but I yeah. don't enjoy it as much as a nice silky one. I use a cafeteria. Yeah. That's what I do. Oh, I see, get, that's a, yeah. That's I, get, like, I was doing that. I, get, I could get on board with those. Extra special Nicaraguan five yes. strength crushed Nest beans cafe. for <laughs> me cafeteria. Yeah. And I do you crush them yourself? No, no, no. With your comes, feet. <laughs> Oh, no, that's great. Yeah, you've it? been to ours on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mrs. Dinner, the roast dinner, and I'm walking around the floor. There's that guy crushing some coffee beans in the garden with his feet. I know he's doing the wine now. I just have a tea, is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> I just relapse um, on a beer. But I think I think cafetiers are also in that category. The stove ones are good. I oh, they're, they're, they're espresso, they're strong espresso, though. Yeah, Me yeah. and my mates used to watch Sopranos and drink a part of that. Yeah. Like fucking idiots. We're like 19. That sounds sit- like a good. I mean, it was a cool. We'd all sit. We it was a funny thing we did. We should do that now. I know, but uh, we started it. We lived together. Me and my mates lived in a flat in South East London. Whereabouts? Blackheath. Oh, lovely area. uh, It's lovely. That's why we only lasted six months before we ran out of money. My sister lives there. (laughs) But um, and I think we were like twenty actually. I used to work in Fat Face there. Oh really? It's posh there, isn't it, man? But we live right on the edge of the village as well. It's really nice. But um, we started doing this thing where we started watching The Sopranos from the beginning. And obviously, it was still going on then, actually. But, like, I mean, it was probably about three or four seasons in. 
And uh, one night, for a laugh, we just made a... It's at night time. You know, when you're young and you can just drink coffee at fucking 11pm and then just go to sleep. <laughs> but uh, we, so we, brew, we brewed a stovetop coffee pot and we all got three espresso cups. And we sat there and watched an episode and just drank coffee like we were in The Sopranos. And then the next day, um, we did You've it been again. Up all night. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. We were all... Yeah, it's that thing. You just, them things don't really affect you as much when you're young. And, uh, and basically, next night... Um, somebody sort of was wearing a vest unspoken like one of my mates showed up in a vest and we're drinking <laughs> our coffee and over the course of about two weeks it literally got to a point where we'd all gone out independently and bought like velour tracksuits and stuff we're just sitting there watching the Sopranos drinking espresso <laughs> in brown velour tracksuits fucking like wicked no one said it no one planned it, it just an organic just, joke that happened just evolved naturally I, I'm in a, a, pre- a precarious might not be the right word a dangerous situation at the minute where I've realised if I have... So I like an Americano yeah. uh, with an extra shot. Ooh. I have two sugars and a little bit of milk. Well, like a standard Starbucks kind of Basically, affair. yeah, yeah. So if I'm doing a gig in Liverpool, I'll leave half an hour early. I'll go to the Starbucks drive-thru. Large Americano, extra shot, two yeah. sugars, bit of milk. I am so much better at comedy when, oh, if really? I have that coffee I'm, about half an hour before I go on. Do you I'm, not? So you don't get like jittery or anything like that? Just, I get, it, anything like that, it just helps. Yeah. Like, we're, I think because my style on stage is becoming a bit more manic anyway. Okay. So it, it, it adds to it, and I'm just so much more energetic and yeah, in the room. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do that. I down off a, I literally down off a coffee as they're introducing me. I find if I have, I, it happened to me in Melbourne this year before my first night, my first show. I just had that sort of, I think you know that fatigue of like probably adrenaline was going, and you know I think it just made me tired. Uh, and I, I was like, I need a coffee. I need a coffee to get me up and running. I went into Starbucks, and I never, I can't really like a Starbucks coffee. But they had this thing called nitro. Have you had a nitro coffee? Yes, I'd it's never the best. I'd never even heard of it in the world. And she, it looks like she's pouring a Guinness. Yeah. Like so she said, "Have you, I, I said have you seen her, it?" No. So they don't have it in a lot of shops over here. There's what a is few, it? Like what? I don't understand so what it is. It's um, it's filter coffee, right? But it's infused with nitrogen. I fucking hell. So that it's ice cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at room temperature, like nitrogen can stay very, very cold. So. I, that might there'll be a scientist listening to this who will completely disprove it. We've, we've got our resident scientist here, Julian Dean. Yeah, everyone, um, it's actually hot. Is the word? Um. But yeah, so you can get like uh, like a large Starbucks, and it's ice cold, but there's no ice in it, so there's so much coffee in it, and it's infused <laughs> with fucking nitrogen. Yeah, it, was, it blows your head off. This, because you me. can drink it fast as well. I well, yeah. this is the problem. It, it, it's I, like Guinness no texture. That's what, exactly. So she said, I said to her, delicious. I said to her, I might just get like a black coffee. And she went, oh, have you tried nitro? I was like, no. And she pointed at the tap and I was like, fucking get me one of them. Get me seven of them bad boys. <laughs> she pours it, proper Guinness style. I drank it half an hour before going on stage. And all my life, I, I looked at my Fitbit uh, before going on stage. My heart rate was 125. <laughs> And I went out. And that sounds I, high, I don't know. And I said to him, I said to the audience at the start, it was the first night, it was a preview, so I sort of fucked around a bit. I said to him, look, just so you know, I've had this thing called a nitro coffee half an hour ago. And a couple of people laughed because they knew what was going to happen. I said, so we might get through this show a bit quick. And I found myself... <laughs> Seven minutes. Yeah, I found myself so manic on stage. Like, in a, it was quite funny because they knew what was happening. But I felt so different to my normal... You know, I'm trying to be as chilled as possible. Normally, if anything, I drop dab a bit of MDMA is the sort of thing that would probably get me on a level not that I do that anymore but um, yeah I found I found it made me too manic 
Like I felt weird on stage. I felt like I was sort of like, yeah, yeah, go on in, fuck off. It's just like aggressive. I'd love to see. Oh man, your jokes with that aggressive. Energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll happen, mate. It'll happen once the fucking the meltdown comes. I, I had that for the first time in New York. I went to New York in April, and uh, I had it over there. And when I came back, I was like a crack addict trying to get it from anywhere. Oh really? I drove around to every Starbucks in Liverpool. Like we got the night one. Ah, we don't do it here, mate. Yeah. And then I thought, hang on, you could have just fucking. Google yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's about 20 stores in London that do it, okay. and there's two or three in Manchester, but that's it in the UK at the minute. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they're all Starbucks that do it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, their, it's their invention. Get, so the, the Starbucks down, by, right by King's Cross, yeah. if you walk towards like two north down from King's Cross, yes. the Starbucks that's on your way, they do it. Okay, cool. Good to know, good tip. Listeners, <laughs> um, get on it, Give a try a V60 next time we're in a, a wanky coffee shop where like everything's wood and exposed. <laughs> get a V60, mate. It's a lovely... It's no a lovely cups. Yeah. Pour it in your hand. <laughs> we're trying to save the planet, guys. It's just a bit of pain. Um, let's do some questions. We've already not done any. Um, let's see what Paul Roy Higginson has said. Any memory tips on how you remember your material without writing it on a piece of paper or on your hand? I've got worse at memory on stage. I know, man. which is ironic, seeing as you—they're all the same jokes you've done. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but Seth, I'm like doing. No oh, yeah, can you remember? I was just saying that sentence. I've got worse at memory on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. I've got worse sentences. I have. Yeah. <laughs> Julian's tip is uh, just memorise it ten years ago. Just, and just really stick with it. Just don't do any new stuff. You'd be a great priest. But, but, in Edinburgh I I had notes on stage every show even the last one that is mental I mean I wasn't on I mean I was off page most shows but I literally forget (laughs) off page man you're not fucking playing the old bit that's what uh, us thespians refer to it as off page (laughs) (laughs) Um, what do you have any or do you just do it through repetition Um, I if you're doing stories and longer bits it's easier isn't it it is, it yeah. Is, yeah. It defo is because, like, the next one bit follows the next quite naturally. Um, but I don't have a written record of my stuff. No. Anyway, so what will happen sometimes is someone, like a comic mate or someone, will go, "Why don't you do that bit anymore?" And I go, uh, "Yeah." It just fell out my head, mate. Like yeah. it just, like I just didn't say it one night, yeah. and then the next night I was yeah, yeah, repeating yeah. what I said the night before, yeah. and it's gone. That just happened to me with um, a bit of my <coughs> new show. So I've been previewing my show. I had a routine that I did in, like, I tried a couple of times before my first preview just in little new material bits as part of this bigger bit, and it was really working. Got to my first preview. I forgot to write it on my little set list of, like, what I was going to do for the preview. <laughs> it's never been in the show since. I remembered it over the weekend. I was like, that's fucking good. And it fits totally in the bit. So I've had now written it back in. I recorded my show last year. It was all mother's full of things. And my favourite joke from the show, I forgot to do. Oh, <laughs> on man. both tapes of just, the special. Can you just do a voiceover? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a deleted scene of you coming back on when the theatre's empty going guys I forgot this one shit um, yeah I think mine is just through repetition I just do it on, in previews and just learn so you write you write down your stuff though do you well, I, 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 I'll tell you what I've got a notebook and I write ideas I never write the finished version down do you know what I mean not like, words for words it's always in a notebook as an idea initially totally I'll have like one word for an eight minute yeah. story and also as, as you develop it as well I'll write slightly like, a slightly more fleshed out sort of if it's a story about something that story I used to have about the train to Runcorn would be like when I first did it at say Old Rope it was written down as Runcorn story 
And then as I sort of fleshed it out and did it on stage a few times and found the funny bits, I'd write a few just key words. That's, oh, that's, I ne- I've never, ever written. And you'd have that in front of you on stage, on no, the table? No, no. Oh, oh, no. Well, on New Material Nights, yeah. I'll take a little notebook on with me and have a little look And you won't again. take a notebook or anything? At New Material Nights, occasionally I will. I'll have like a, a bullet point list, essentially. Of, yeah. Like the first time I do a bit, how do you work on a bit then if you're going to do a on stage story? mostly? Yeah. So you think, oh, that might be. So you ha- must have a little think about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I don't really. I can't sit here and write it. it just doesn't. It sounds like contrived when I'm doing it on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. So I, if I've got like, I used to do a story about having an argument with a woman in Greg's, which was a true story. So like a few <laughs> days after that happened, I just went on stage and I was like, "This happened the other day." Yeah. And then as soon as I, if. If you I don't don't, think, at that point, you don't know the funny bits well, no, I'm just trying, you, you wouldn't be telling it on stage if there were some funny bits yeah, that yeah, just happened. I, mean. I trust, I trust myself to find the funny in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's I, a good way. I, I, I think that's how I, I've always done it. Yeah. I think if you're not somebody who's just a joke writer, yeah. that's sort of the most natural. Because then you find you write it on stage as in the natural way you speak. It's yeah. more organic, isn't if it? If I sit down to write a routine out, I write it. Your don't written write vocabulary is so much bigger than your, than your natural totally. one as well. So you end up like writing words that you would never actually <laughs> yeah, write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking like Shakespeare. She was so rambunctious. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> Using a, yeah. Yeah, and then you go on stage and go, this fucking content. That's not what I wrote. With a dictionary in your hand. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's Dylan like, Moran apparently just literally writes it word for word and then tours it without even preview. Bloody hell. But then some people can. Some people I don't know just, where I heard that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's probably one of your medical books. Um, <laughs> it's when I was measuring your his eyes leg, your he said and that. Dylan Moran doesn't preview. He's <laughs> measuring his earlobe when he said that. Uh, so yeah, basically through repetition would be the answer, Paul. And some people just actually just probably write them as is and learn them. Let's do Liz Gold. Managed to catch Annie of Glastonbury over the weekend. The Killers, Pet Shop Boys, Johnny Marr was amazing. I watched. I've, I've watched a bit of it. I watched Stormzy, and that was it. It was good. I thought. It was, I mean, I, I like Stormzy, um, mm, and right. I, I sort of like quite a bit of grime. So, like, I, so it was. I thought it was a. This is the thing. People that are moaning about it, same sort of pricks that moan about Kanye closing it or Jay-Z. It's always I mean, pre- it was a fucking performance. Exactly. It? It's a, but this is the thing. To close Glastonbury is a different beast. Like, it's not it's sort of people who go, like, oh, it's, it's a ruined Glastonbury. It used to be for proper music. Yeah. And normally just fucking idiots who yeah. don't understand that music didn't stop. How when, many people in the audience Glastonbury? Was like 100,000? I thought there was 20,000 for his, wasn't no, it? No, there was more than that. I reckon it could have been 100, 150. 100,000? Yeah, mate. It's a massive festival. Fucking I remember it? when Beyonce did it. She said on stage, I've never performed for this many people yeah, before. Yeah, it's Beyonce. Enormous. So, and that was like three years ago or something like that. Yeah. Like she That's got more than shit. Wembley Arena. I, I mean, Wembley Stadium. I was there when Beyonce did it. And yeah. I didn't watch her. Did you I open for her? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> did type five. Uh, but I, um, I went to watch. Just cheer if you've been before. Yeah. <laughs> what did I So watch? where are you all from? <laughs> Who's drinking tonight, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and he couples in. Women cheer like men. <laughs> I'm going to split you into two Acts teams. like Americans. <laughs> <laughs> this team went, I say one, two, three. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, man. Um, I, uh, yeah, I went to watch Queens of the Stone Age uh, instead of Beyonce, just because that's my... But this is the thing, that's because that's my... I prefer Queens of the Stone yeah. Age. I didn't sit there and go, fuck it, what's Beyonce doing on the pyramid stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an idiot. I would have loved to have the seen The thing Beyonce. is, like, I was talking to you about this before we started recording. I don't like grand music, really. Yeah. There's the odd song where I'm, I'm like that with most music, to be honest. Like, I don't... I've never been a big album listener. Right. I'm a chart fucker. 
Okay. And um, there's a couple of song Storms he's done that I like, and but most of them it's just not my thing. Yeah, yeah. But I tweeted when I watched it because it was fucking incredible. Yeah, regardless, it was a proper it, headline show. It's objectively show. amazing. Yeah. Like even as someone who doesn't enjoy that music, I'm watching it going, Jesus Christ! And the things he's using his platform for, exactly, just elevates him to another level. And I tweeted, I think he might be one of the most important British artists, British artists in history. And someone replied and was like, I hope you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why? He's like, what makes him important? I was like, well, who's an important British artist to you? And it just done that classic internet troll of. Well, I don't think it matters where you're from, so I don't know why you're making uh, British. And in the end, he went, you just jump on the bandwagon to help your tour. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. what do you think this does yeah, for comedians' tour yeah. sales? <laughs> do you think there's people going, hang on, I'm on the He's fence a fan about whether I'm watching him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he likes Stormzy, I'm there. Get some tickets. <laughs> Front row. Um, yeah, it's that thing. Of course, he, course, course he is one of the most important. Yeah. Of, because every every sort of decade or whatever of British music there are people that define the time and you know are sort of bringing a new wave of people through he's one of them that's exactly why and he, he, the and amount of people um, especially black Londoners that look up to him and so, yeah and would never have and seen someone like them at Glastonbury exactly Glastonbury's this white you know, Glastonbury of course it's a relatively sort of middle class festival it's not the way people talk about all oh, these people spending thousands of pounds it's cheaper to go to Glastonbury for a weekend and would be to go to fucking Ibiza for a weekend or yeah. Benidorm or any of these places that you know you could say working class people go on holiday for Butlins a, yeah. yeah well even that I'd say if you took a family to Butlins for the weekend it'd be more than going to, uh, to Glastonbury it's more for a coffee at Butlins yeah, than yeah, it is for a Glastonbury ticket so that, it, that is it's a false Butlins. it's a false sort of a uh, Equivalence that it's just it's expensive, but it is you know it is a, it's slightly middle class left wing festival. It always has been because that's what it was built up as. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So I think it's a weird thing to label it as, but also it's all what it has always done was move with the times musically. Yeah, so, yeah. but the people that criticise Stormzy closing. Who just did a, crit- a lot of loads people, of people, yeah. loads of people online, they, and it happened exactly with Kanye. Loads of white and, Jay- and Jay Z. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> it's a weird theme about the people that get the criticism, like you know, sort of. And you get like the old like, fucking Noel Gallagher always comes out pissing and moaning. And, yeah. like, he's, and he's yeah, it's just that he's not Lewis Capaldi's entrance trolling was him. Was, and, yeah, that was funny. Man. I love him. You know, I love. See, I, don't like it, I don't like his music, but I like yeah. him. Yeah, and yeah. I, I like. You know, it's so like I don't funny. like it. It's just not my sort of thing. His music. Oh. But um, but yeah, like, I think he, what he did was really funny because I, I absolutely agree. With, I think Noel Gallagher is like I, I used to love Oasis, uh, but I, that, I don't think I'm not a fan of either of their solo stuff since yeah. Oasis finished. Just not for me. It's never moved with the times. It feels very dated, yeah. and I actually prefer following music like yeah. as it moves. But like weirdly, one of the worst headline Glastonbury sets I've ever seen was Oasis in 2004. I left, really? I, and I'm, I love them. And they yeah. came on, so and they, they did their old stuff. <laughs> all, but all they did was come out. How and do, do I remember it? <laughs> were they off notes? <laughs> yeah, <it's> the, <laughs> um, just bullet points. <laughs> but they were just. They did nothing. They came out, and it was that thing. It was fucking Oasis, and they came out, and they didn't put on a headline show they did nothing to sort of warrant being there other than their reputation yeah, yeah. and actually I think you've got to just give it something there's got to be something different even The Cure I watched The Cure and I thought they were quality Yeah. and they just came out and there was something magical about it Oasis came out and was just like well yes fucking Oasis man and there was nothing like and me and my mate watched like for two or three songs it was the thing we were waiting for for the weekend and we went this is cack man <laughs> we went and watched Chemical Brothers and had an absolute belter of a time and I'm not massively into the Chemical Galvanized. Brothers but they put a show on they yeah. are good 
so yes, I watched a bunch of stuff, um, uh, Liz, and I thought it was all very good. It was all very fun. It's a nice weekend. It made me jealous to not be there. I've been loads. I've never been. It's wicked. It's I've like, never been either. It's like no other festival. It looks like I mean? hassle though, like it muddy, portaloo. But if you're if you're performing, this is going to sound like proper fucking privilege of like you know I would I just couldn't go as a. Well, when you're on anymore. the main stage <laughs> headlining, my my friend Joel Culpepper's a singer. He performed there. It's wicked. It looked incredible. You get to stay properly on site. Like if you're doing the shout out to Joel Culpepper. Do you know what made me feel really bad about myself, David Attenborough? Because he's 93. <laughs> he's at Glastonbury. Right? And he's at Glastonbury, looks comfortable on stage, yeah. still speaking yeah. sat. What's he doing he on spoke stage? better no at right 93 in it. on that stage. <laughs> he was doing and you some... can see some drug addicts over there. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was doing his uh, new grind <laughs> <laughs> There's some fingering over there. <laughs> I mean, that's got... That's what I imagine was going on. That would be a routine that... Um, I, I can do. think of about no, it's not not your style, mate. I can think of about five. Uh, I'm expanding. Quite um, average comedians who would do that. Really, yeah. sing. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> no, not I mean, I won't do it. Could you imagine? I won't be doing that again. Glastonbury. Yeah. There was that period of time when over every, there behind the yeah. bees. <laughs> <laughs> it's your mum fingered on a kebab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a kebab. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, that would have been such a nineties kind of like routine in here. <laughs> And then bring oh. Stephen Hawkins into it just to <laughs> make it perfect. <laughs> the perfect 90s comedy, 90s comedy routine. With that. a Stephen Hawkins impression. Stephen Hawkins impression. <laughs> and then something about your wife being a twat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I just know that bit. at 93, bit, I'm going to be nowhere near as competent a human being Absolutely as not. that man is. And it just made me feel like a waster. Yeah, yeah. He's in good nick, isn't he? Anyway, sorry. Um, what's this? Dandino Perino. What's he saying? Hypothetically speaking, would, oh, this is about veganism. Would you quit being vegan and, and if a charity promised to donate a very generous amount towards animal welfare and or environmental causes? That's a dilemma there, Danny. Is, a, what a weird fucking charity that would have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's some <laughs> fucked up evil charity. Yeah, I would probably. I mean, we'll saying... donate a hundred grand to the homeless if you kick one in the face. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's saying it uh, basically amounts an activity that would have much more impact than yourself being vegan. It's a hard one, uh, isn't it? I'd have a really nice chicken kebab. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I suppose because it's such a, it's such a bloody, I do it for it's health such as a well. fucking sort of like you know Sam Harris thought experiment <laughs> yeah. uh, that it's just a load of shit in it why are you just having experiments why don't you just fucking live um, but it's um, I think I don't know you know what's the, what I, you, know, you could only react in the moment when you actually get given that as a genuine yeah. thing hypothetically you could say no I've got a good hypothetical question like that that yeah. my mate asked me recently okay so would you rather yeah have your dick be the size of your nipples or your nipples be the size of your dick? Well, nipples, dicks. Could you have them cut off? No. No. Well, the they're going to stay like that. Nipples, dicks. I mean, they're not very pronounced now, but I've got a thing called gynecomastia, which means I actually have quite big nipples. So they're bigger than <laughs> so, your dick. Are uh, they as big as your dick? Uh, no, not at all. Okay. When they're very... Do you put condoms on them? No, it's only, only when I'm swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, obviously, when you're swimming, but when you're not swimming, um, but <laughs> little goggles. I would. You'd have to have. You'd have to have nipple dicks, isn't it? Because at least they. At least then you've got. You've still got your functioning dick down below, and you've yeah. just got to. I mean, obviously, you'd have to find a partner who's very comfortable with yeah. those wanking you off three ways. <laughs> Fancy a threesome, girls. But they're sort of. Oh, this is disgusting, and the action would be bad theoretically. If you're doing, imagine jerking if yourself. If off. you're lying back on your back, flat, and she, you're having sex with your partner, and she's on top of you, 
she's sort of almost got Do two they all come handles. at the same time? Do you know what I mean? She's got sort of... Um, well, that's what I mean, but she's got Would two she handles. Come, one like, come and then another one. actual dicks, they, they're still nipples, but they're just... So they don't length. get erect. Flaccid dicks. Yeah. Oh, so she's sort of had to hold them as, like, reins. So they're just, li- <laughs> so they're just a little bit bigger than normal nipples, then? Oh. Oh. I've got one more on that front. Yeah, I just like on. asking people these questions. Um... Would you rather fuck a goat yep. and no one knows Already about done? What's the bad one? What's the consolation prize? Uh, fuck a goat and no one knows. Yeah. It's or better not than fuck eating the goat. And everyone but thinks. everyone thinks 100% I'd, that you have. I'd just fuck a goat. Would I would you? not. I would say I'd, I'd just accept that Again. people have mistakenly thought I fucked a goat and I wouldn't fuck no, but a if goat. They were, uh, if there was video footage... <coughs> But no, but there's, there's not video footage because no, you haven't fucked no, a goat. No, but if there was, because we're hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> I've got video footage is what I'm trying to say. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I genuinely would stick to my guns, not me guts. Um, uh, yeah, I'd think I'd not fuck a goat. I just couldn't fuck a goat on, on, an, on a physical it, level. Is it a male or female goat? Oh, yeah, that, that makes it more Whatever normal. Whatever one you weirdo. don't want it to be. And if yeah. it was a female one, would it be in the arse or the v- vagina? <laughs> Whatever one you don't want it to be. Oh, everything it's in the ear hole. I'd love to in the arsehole. No, right. <laughs> Is the goat... What's the goat wearing? Um, a hat. Just a hat. Just a hat. <laughs> a woolly hat. Sounds all right, mate. Um, let's do... Matt Barry says, What's the hottest you've ever been? I always look Dubai. pretty hot, mate. Yeah, I was going to say Dubai. The hot, I think that is... An, I'm always a 10. <laughs> I left my sunglasses on the plane. Yeah. Landed in Dubai, I had a quick nap and was like, right, I'm going to need some sunglasses. And I walked out the hotel into the sunlight towards the shop next door and couldn't make it to the shop next it's door horrendous. and just had to go back. It's, like, it's unbearable, isn't it? I've been told. I'm not sure how it's like, it's like 45, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently it's illegal, even in the United Arab Emirates, to make people work if it's above 50 degrees Celsius. Should be. So every thermometer in there only goes up to 50. That is far. So it's never officially been over 50 degrees. That is horrendous. Because they can't measure it. There's a lot of slavery going on over there. Yes, gross. (laughs) When I arrived, you've done the gigs, the Laughter Factory gigs, you've done them. When we arrived, Gail goes to us. Gail and Duncan, who are great and run the gigs, goes, just so you know, this is the safest place in the world for terrorism because yeah. all their money's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, good. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah. That's some good news. <laughs> <laughs> Thank fuck for that. My family over in England are fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, me and, um, I think it was me and Jeff Boys, actually. We did uh, that run of gigs once and they were just building that monorail uh, that goes through Dubai and we just got on it just for a laugh and just went let's go to that stop we picked one that was about 10 stops out didn't realise they'd built it but they'd not built anything out at those stops there was no the city <laughs> hadn't expanded yet so we just got off at a stop and walked out and we were in the desert and it was the <laughs> hottest I've ever been we're both just sweating and we just had to go back up and wait for another train for like 10 minutes in this heat did you have sun cream on? I did have sun cream on luckily I would have died mate I'd burn quick um where have you been? What's the hottest country you've been? Probably Dubai, maybe. Yeah, it's, I think it's just it, that. I was indoors most of the time, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Everywhere's aircon. That's the thing. Yeah. It just makes it sort unbelievably of... good aircon as well. Yeah, it's like lovely, lovely bit of aircon. Uh, 
Um, a weird um, sort of synchronicity with this. Steve Wilkie says, all right, guys, you are all well-traveled people. Have any one of you been on a camel or an elephant? If so, how and why? Neither. I've never. I've not been on either. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I want to. I think it's quite cruel. But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get on a horse either. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll get on a dog. <laughs> well, just Obviously, I've got to get on a goat. Yeah, exactly. Catch it. You ever been on either of those? I haven't. I would though. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Frank James, when did you last go to a wimpy? That's <laughs> out of nowhere. That question. Um, when I was like six, I think. Yeah, they are still. There's still a couple. Co- I think that's back. That's the thing. There's one in Woolwich. Um, is there? It's not bad. I had a vegan breakfast. Went there for a coffee, as you know. McDonald's, Wimpy. It's my favourite coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I only drink Wimpy coffee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> On a coffee, Julie. Where are you going? Yeah. Anywhere but with me. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'll just have tea then, please. This is a good one for you. It's, uh, Peter J. Carey says, simple one for you guys. Halloumi, yay or nay? There's yeah. actually, I've can never I just liked say, it, to be honest. I used to love it. There's now a vegan halloumi you can get in supermarkets. Is it good, though? It's really tasty. Like, it's fucking weird, worryingly tasty. Uh, I, I love a bit of halloumi. It's, I mean, it's, it's it's the best cheese. I only it. tried it about nine months ago. Oh, I really? Love it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, what, I'd say, when I was a cheese eater... <laughs> A weird description of anyone, but um, I loved it. It was like my, my it was like my favorite. You'd almost, I almost treat it outside of the cheese family, innit? Yeah. Because you're cooking it. All the other cheeses you list in their own sort of eating This is groups. slightly off topic, but I've just remembered this, and I remember this about once a month, and yeah. it makes me laugh, right? It was when, do you remember when I used to live in Chester with Danny? Yeah, and I stayed you both there, came didn't to I? Stay with us, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came in from the kitchen with a glass of milk. And I've never seen anyone <laughs> look as confused. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? And I like, I, I didn't know you that well at the time. And I was like, oh, do you not want me to drink this? Because, no. and, I, and you were like, I just can't understand what you, it, it's fine. But like, what are you actually doing? It's, I find it hilarious when adults drink milk as a drink. <laughs> I genuinely, I always did. Like before v- being vegan, I remember once being in a pub with Stuart Francis and Holly Walsh. We were doing this t- like tour gig and um, and we went into this pub to get a lunch and we ordered our food and me and Holly got like a Diet Coke or something. <laughs> Stuart Francis, uh, who, you know, is what? He must be 60? 60, uh, really? I reckon he might must be. He's a lovely guy, very funny man, Canadian. He just said to the bar lady, uh, can I get a, could, is, do you do a glass of milk? And me and Holly just cracked up. We couldn't, I don't know why, it hit something, some part of us. <laughs> that is weird. I love a in glass a pub. of milk. It's funny at Glastonbury in, in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pub. We started can I have a glass crying. of milk? I don't know why. We started laughing. He took it really badly and started going like, why is that funny? And the more he got annoyed, the more we laughed. He ended up storming off and wouldn't talk to us for a bit. We had to apologise. <laughs> Hiya, love. Uh, can I have two pints of Carlin and a fruit shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, what milk? Um, when so, I when I stayed at your house, we watched the McGregor fight, didn't we? Yeah. At two a.m. and they made a roast dinner. We made a roast dinner at two a.m. <laughs> Famous. I've got a lovely apocryphal story about Paul Foot, which is a somebody told me they once met him in the street in Edinburgh at about two a.m. and they were on the way home, and Paul was on his way home, and uh, sort of they just having a chat, and he said to him, "Would you like to come back to mine for a drink and a bite to eat?" And they went, "Yeah, okay." And he went back to his Edinburgh flat at two in the morning, and he roasted a goose. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, Caitlin Donnelly says, favourite film? Beverly Hills Cop 1. Said, really? One? I always go two over one. Really? I two. do. I, I prefer You know, the two. sergeant in it was a real... We've yeah, been we've, through we this. We have talked we? about oh, that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favourite um, film? Mine varies, but I would say the most common answer that I give is A Few Good Men. That's a great film. Love A Few Good Men. Very, very good film. I don't film. think I've seen it. Obviously, I've heard of it. Come on, mate. You can't handle the truth? Ah, you want to know the truth? Yeah. I know that scene. I... No, I don't know the film, no. Imagine if you did the whole scene. Like, no, I haven't seen it. No, it doesn't, doesn't ring a bell for me. <laughs> I'd go Godfather. I tell you yeah, what, I mean those tr- that that series of films was incredible. The last three, one was a bit, it's a bit dodgy, isn't it? Andy I, Garcia. I tell you what, um, I watched quite an interesting film this weekend. I've sort of avoided. If you, every time I open Netflix, I see it and it looks pup, right? It's called a t- it's called uh, Brawl on Cell Block Ninety Nine, and it's got Vince Vaughn. Sounds uh, pup. And everything about it looks like this is going to be crap. And then weirdly, I saw some. I think I saw something you about cried it. Cried the whole way through. <laughs> yeah, <it's> beautiful. <laughs> Oh my god! But I looked at it and it gets loads of re- it's really well highly scored on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, "That's it's Vince by Vaughan. Vince Vaughan." And Vince Vaughan is obviously he's done some good films. He's, in he? the past, like, Swingers is one of my favourite all time films, and that's like that was his breakout film. Yeah. And he's so funny in it and so cool. Um, but since then, you know, there's definitely been ups and downs, and a lot of it don't seem like he's down. even trying. Well, that's it. it. I always, I totally, I think he doesn't look like he's giving, like really putting the work in, right? But this one. Um, it's just it's such an odd film it's t- it's like two films in one it's about a guy who loses his job and he's got a, a sort of wife with a, they've just recently had a miscarriage and it's like it's really sad it's, it's like a, a comedy then, well yeah. no it feels like a it feels <laughs> like a sad drama then he starts working for a friend who's a drug dealer and he becomes a drug courier and it almost becomes another film then when it's like a crime drama and then basically ends up in prison and that becomes the final third is the most violent uh, sort of brutal thing I've seen in a long time. I'm going to watch that tonight. It, it, I might. Watch I constantly it was sitting there thinking, I can't work out if this is really good or shit. Like it's one of them films where you just like. Do you, do you know another film that I, I've watched again recently and realised how much I like because I've watched it quite a lot and I don't think many people have mentioned this one, The Negotiator. Have you seen The Negotiator? Not forever. I've well, seen Samuel L. Jackson. I, I saw it in the cinema Kevin Spacey. when it came out. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so good. It's um, a really good film. Spacey's well. such a good actor, isn't he? It's a shame. Yeah, I mean, as you were going to say, it's a shame. <laughs> well, it's a shame that he fucked it up, isn't yeah. it, by being a cr- wrong one. It's a shame yeah. he got grassed on. Not really. Such <laughs> it's a, a good sh- actor. Better yeah, man. It's a shame he's, an, he's a massive creep, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, um, it's a shame. But um, it is, yeah, I've not, I'd like to watch that again, actually. That's a good shout. I've not watched it since, yeah. since I saw it in the cinema. I, I, I loved all the great. Reservoir Pulp Fiction when that first came out. That blew my fucking head. Mm. What was that? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, we've only got. We've just. I've seen the time. We're going to overrun. I'll just do um, just a couple of these. Matty Richardson. If time travel was possible, where would you go? I suppose, go back to when Hitler was born. I suppose when he was born. By property. Joke of the day. I'm not answering now after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't top that. What's the point? Yeah, I mean, that's very, is that a joke of yours? Have you written that? No. That's funny, mate. It is. You've definitely... Have you done that on stage before? Just testing some new stuff. We're all yeah, right with mate. that. We're all right with that. You look down, there's a notepad with a Hitler time machine written down. And nothing else. <laughs> Have you ever had that where you've sort of... Um, been in the coffee shop or on a train or something with your notebook and you're, like, you're away with the fairies and suddenly you, 
you realise that somebody's like looked at your notebook <laughs> and you've got written down something yeah. that is just. I know. I'll leave my laptop open on a train sometimes, oh, like a oh. Google Doc. A horrific <laughs> word written down or something. Um, I won't say who it is, uh, but a comedian friend. And what's his name? Um, Don't say who it is. Just what's his name? <laughs> he um, he left his laptop. His laptop was open on the train. And I, I, do, I don't know if you still do them on MacBooks, but there used to be a thing where uh, if you didn't change the default standby screen, and now it just goes black, right? It, it used to default to like a, a slideshow of all your photos oh, no. from your just from your photos. <laughs> oh no! And he was sitting on a train, and he's like, yeah, he's like literally looking at the windows, laptop in front of him. And, yeah, well, <laughs> just bare dick pics. A fucking photo of him getting noshed off came up. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Unbelievable! I'd scenes. never have a photo of that on my fucking anywhere on my phone. No, I just of him getting I'll noshed off. Print it out and put it on Me the wall. Have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it on my front door. Yeah, have it on my mum's fridge. <laughs> um, You're gonna have to tell me who that is off air. I will tell you the moment we stop. I probably hopefully I'll stop that before I say. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it. I'll put it in the comments on our Facebook, guys. Like and subscribe. Um, so yeah, just decide. Remy and Julian done the time travel one. Um, Ronan Quinn, do you like ducks? Everyone likes ducks. Who yeah, the fuck doesn't like ducks? What, to eat, you mean, or to just pet? I used to love eating duck when I was... Yeah. Uh, when I, I did used to like a bit of um, duck and plum sauce, mate. Ooh-wee. Duck l'orange, obviously, the famous 70s and 80s dish. Sounds good. Duck and pancakes. Duck and pancakes. Chinese chippy. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 With sorry. the cucumbers. I thought yeah. you meant like a sweet I mean, I don't have pancake. that bit, but they're always there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just pick my teeth with them after. <laughs> Have you got a bin for the salad? <laughs> right. We should... We should. <laughs> uh, we need to wrap it up. Um, what's, what, what's coming up then? Quickly, let's do... Tonight I'm in Petersfield. Come and see. I probably won't get this out tonight. I'll get out tomorrow. I'm talking mate. to you. Come and see. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Just, just keep me I'm doing abreast of your <laughs> schedule. Um, Thursday, St Albans. Friday, Backyard in Bethnal Green. Lovely. Come along, I mate. think I'm at Backyard on oh, Friday. Oh, really? Cool. Oh, yeah, lovely. See um, you there, man. Yeah. I'm not going to be there, but have fun. Come along, man. Um, where are you? So you're in London for a few days. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm in Newcastle for Punch Drunk Friday, Saturday. Oh. Yeah. I'm is hosting because Kai is away. Is it, the, is it where? Outside Newcastle in Blythe? And, Blythe, yeah. Oh, yeah I've, heard that, I've heard that's lovely. Yeah, yeah they're lovely. Really fun They're great. Gigs. I haven't done them for a couple of years. Uh, but like the the people who go to those gigs, are the ones who went to the boxing that we did, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they do remember you. Went like they're like, oh, yeah, we've seen yeah. you fighting and all that. So that was such a good event, man. It was the best thing I've ever been a part fun, of. Like, it? Yeah. it was so, I don't, yeah, it, yeah, it was emotional at the end of it, wasn't it? Everyone was sort of like a bit. I I, I didn't really calm down for like three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember having to go to bed. Like every, we we all got back into town. Everyone went into that bar. And I was just exhausted. I felt like emotionally drained. And I was waiting. I was waiting. I've got to go to bed. I was hammered. I had to be taken home oh, by really? one of Kai's mates. Yeah. Shies. Yeah. Um, so you're in Newcastle the weekend. And then obviously Edinburgh. Edinburgh, already on sale. My show is called Pinnacle. And that's nice. at 7.30 in the caves. Lovely. And then the same show uh, is going on tour at the end of the Wick, year. Wicked. Adam UK forward slash shows. Um, you're still. Have you still worked out if you're going to pop up to Edinburgh for a little? I'm going to go up for a few days. I keep getting uh, things come in, so I'm going to go up in the weekday, man. Too much demand, mate. 
That's the problem, man. You know what I mean? Um, my Edinburgh show is on sale. It's called Shall We All Just Kill Ourselves? Great poster. <laughs> it's Again. fun, isn't it? The back of the poster, I think. The tiny head The back of the poster. Just... The back of the poster is just white. The back of the flyer. The back of the poster is a wall. Yeah. The, the poster is amazing. It's a shame yeah. no one's going to yeah. see it. It's someone, else, someone else's poster. <laughs> some, some blue tack. Um, <laughs> Back of the fly is very, uh, it's just a funny photo. But um, yeah, that is on sale at 7.40 at the Spiegel Yurt. It's going to be fun. I'm still... Where's your show on? Right in it. The caves. The Lovely. cave. Oh, the wicked. Spiegel yeah. Yurt. It's a cool room, that. It's nice, I, I remember it? doing the big value in it. It was yeah. really fun. I did it last year and it was good. As long as like I put the same effort in to get people in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, flyers are great and all that. But are you getting you about 50 flyers again? I normally get about eight. That's a, that's remember, a good amount, man. I remember we were talking, we were talking last year. I think you like didn't. You, I think you said it to me. You had a bigger street team than like Avalon or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those really funny. I method. had a, a, a similar size street team to CKP, who were also <laughs> producing my show. <laughs> it's really funny. It must cost a fortune. The thing is, though, and I don't spread this advice massively because then it'll become a total nonsense, but. Flyers pay their own wages. Yeah, 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 Not yeah. to put flyers' business out on the internet, but like a flyer costs you ten pound an hour. My ticket to the fiver. If they sell me two tickets, they've paid their own wage. Yeah, and if they don't, then I fire them because right. <laughs> if they're not getting two people in in an hour, they're it's not like, doing their fucking job. Like an Alan Sugar, mate. Like, it's like brutal. <laughs> Do you make a big no, scene I mean, when you I mean, but yeah, them. they should be able to get two people in. Exactly. So, yeah. and if they I, don't, I, then they're not paying. Well, their how own many wages. chances do you give them? How many shows? One, man. One and out. Like, get I your just, stuff and it's, like, it's just like I, I'm on sh- I'm not like in me flat like writing before a show I, I'm on the street flying as well yeah, so yeah, I can yeah, see yeah, all yeah, of them yeah. Yeah. and I'll check you, in I'll, with them I won't, I, again I won't name him this is because he probably wouldn't want it to be said but um, a friend of mine was telling me how in Edinburgh maybe last year the year before he was sitting in a coffee shop over the road from two of his flyers and he just thought he'd just watched to just see and for an, he said it was like 45 minutes or something they just chatted, didn't get out a single flyer. My my flyers I saw doing nothing on their phone, but I felt like bad. I still went up to them. All right, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I was him, thanks for flyering. Mr. Sand Island Sugars, I'd have watched them for ten minutes and then gone over, took the flyers off them, and told them to fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd have done. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just give us them because it's a waste of time. Go on, yeah, tonight, yeah. fuck off, bye. Yeah, they've basically just become a shelf there, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> just might as well put the flyers on a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but anyway, yeah. So it's. <laughs> People would like to come to my show. Buy t- you can buy tickets in advance. There is that option of rolling up. I've actually face the camera. I've, my room's got this quite uh, interesting thing of the capacity I'm selling. Is there's there's room to squeeze about another fifteen in? For, I'm going to leave up. No, no, it's fine. But I'm going to leave that up to people that want to just chance their arm and allow a group of sort of people to sit in a sort of almost on the floor but it's, it's and it's near the bus isn't it it's the next yurt? to the bus it's around i'm playing it as a round it's a yurt that I'm that's playing. cool yeah so it's going to be you're not in the middle and they're all around yeah yeah, yeah. oh wow well yeah, yeah but i'm going to move around a bit i'm sort of i'm Did right standing trying... your back to some of them <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just gonna actually i'm <laughs> actually standing show. yeah i'm standing <laughs> one corner on stool, facing the wall seats. <laughs> yeah now i'm going to sort of be moving around the room a bit it's just to show, so I'm trying to write the show to fit that sort of atmosphere. I'm doing my show with the normal setup on stage, yeah. but I've still got me back to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, your back, people on your back, you've just got your uh, website address. <laughs> <laughs> buy tickets to my tour. Follow if you're enjoying this, buy tickets to the tour, and you can see me turn around. <laughs> 
That show is so much better with facial expressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, um, yeah that's yeah. So they've come to those shows. Um, that's about. I'm about to go. I've got to go to have a CT scan today. Uh, I'm going in. Is that your brain? It's my head. So. I'm not- <laughs> Well, yeah, so it's in there. My brain is in there. Is that where you Although keep it? some of the things I've said during this podcast have questioned that. Um, but I've got, I've, I've mentioned it on here before, I think. I thought I was, so I was, I've got a broken nose, right? I was born with a broken nose, which sounds like a no, boxer's yeah, fucking no. autobiography. <laughs> but it's, um, so I can't use, my right nostril doesn't work, never has. I've only ever had one working nostril. How do you do cocaine? Um, in the other one? Not, I don't. Oh, right. Okay. But if I did. <laughs> but if I did today. I put it up the, in a minute. the working nostril. Uh, but, um, and I just, I just rat up the batty crease. <laughs> <laughs> just blow it up my ass from a 20 pound yeah, note. My mates are livid when I have to ask them to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Should I come for a quick little nose? <laughs> come for a quick arsehole? <laughs> <laughs> a cheeky little arsehole. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I'm going to take this. I've, I've never done anything about it. And finally, I just thought, I'll just check and they said they could probably fix it on the NHS you have a completely different voice after well this is the thing so um, they said I mean I've got to have a CT scan to see just how like they, they can see that it's totally closed off and they said they can probably do the surgery on the NHS to open it up but then while I was chatting to the doctor he said um, they said I'm doing the CT scans to see if they need to move anything else but he said um, if they want you know I've got this because I've got a lumpy top of my nose from just the shape of it they said oh would you want us to just shave that down a bit when you're doing it it's like they basically offered me a nose job if, while they're doing it because it will take an extra 10 minutes result but I don't know if I want one I feel like you need one man. but I've never I'm going to swap it on my tits <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. you make dicks <laughs> on my tits <laughs> I mean, if you're just going to be doing some work on it, shave that down. I've got one ear a bit bigger than the other. Can you get my legs off. for each other? Isn't that right? <laughs> you know, fucking bicep implants. Um, but yeah, you don't, you don't need a nose. I don't job. need a nose job. But when he said it, it was the first time I like. It made me think. What are you trying to say? Like you saying, I need a nose job. We sorted that outer out as well. <laughs> No worries, that's on the ass, bruv. <laughs> but anyway, what I'm saying is, I might, oh. my voice might, I don't know if it'll change. I might, I might, yeah, I lose, bet it will. Because that nasal thing, I've got, come, na- I've got a very nasal voice because of only having one nostril. I can't fully breathe through it. So I might, what if it changes? I'm suddenly like, hello, Not everybody. Yeah. You're going yeah. be to be getting more oxygen as well. So that'd be uh, nice. Yeah. <coughs> Weird, isn't it? Imagine I just totally just my voice just goes so weird. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> just like higher. Anyway, that's that. I'm off for a CT scan. Um, cheers for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thanks man. for coming. Everyone man. can find you online. Um, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's actually book a guest again in advance. See, it works. That's Julia. good. Rather than us panicking the <laughs> oh, yeah. day before, going, "Oh shit, we need to do a podcast tomorrow." Just, just oh, text yeah. the last three people we've seen. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you want to, if you are listening and you want to see what it was like while we were chatting, go on the Facebook group and you can watch the Facebook Live back. Give us a review if you want on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Definitely tell your enemies. <laughs> okay. Right. Take it easy. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye. Nice one.